Welcome to the Davy Tree Expert Companies podcast, Talking Trees. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Each week, our expert arborists share advice on seasonal tree care, how to make your trees thrive, arborists' favorite trees, and much, much more. Tune in every Thursday to learn more, because here at the Talking Trees podcast, we know trees are the answer. On this week's Talking Trees podcast, it's three guests for the price of one. Joined by Andy Gracia, Samuel Torres, and Santiago Valencia. Andy is from Richmond, Virginia. Sam is from North Philly. And then Santiago is from the Gulf region. And they're all together in Kent, Ohio, for Davy's flagship training program called the Davy Institute of Tree Sciences. And you guys are there in Kent for four weeks. Is that right, Andy? Yeah, we've been here for four weeks. We're just entering our last and final week. Uh, it's been a grind ever since we got here, but we're looking forward to wrapping things up this week uh, and taking all of our knowledge back home uh, at the end of this week. So tell me just a little bit about this, any one of the three of you. What has been one of the things that you've enjoyed the most about the training? You want to start, uh, Sam? Um, so for me, one of the things I've loved the most about this training is getting to see the scope of the company and meeting people from literally every region of the country and also Canada. I honestly had no idea the, the breadth of the company and how many people we employed and how many different services that we offered. So it's kind of been a very eye-opening experience. And Santiago, is there any certain part of this training that you were really looking forward to? Really, in order for expand our progress as a company, I believe the majority of the scenarios that I see in here is going to help us in many ways. I can tell you that I don't know nothing about TORF, <laughs> and I learned a lot that is going to be something that I'm going to definitely take back to Florida and start messing with that in my operation. What do you think, Andy? Was there any specific thing in the training that you were most looking forward to or, or you got the most out of? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Sam. It was interesting seeing how many things Davy does and what's considered under the Davy umbrella. Uh, but one of the most recent things we just did actually today was where is Davy going in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years? And it was really cool seeing how a lot of the folks up here at corporate office are already putting those, those concrete foundations in place. Uh, for future success. Uh, one of the things that has been uh, constantly brought up time and time again with uh, all the presenters and instructors coming through, um, the folks that are in the classroom are going to be leading the charge going forward. So it's cool seeing how Davey is actively investing in the future of itself as a company, uh, and, and especially as an employee and company, how they're constantly investing in the future. So we learned a lot about what Davey's taking um, right now and what they're going to put forward in the future. So what specifically, what are some of the things that you guys are learning about? Is this is this climbing type stuff or is this more like science? Sam, fill me in a little bit about what you're learning. It's, it's a totally encompassing program. We're learning everything from rigging and climbing to plant biology to soil dynamics. It really is it really is a, a complete package when it comes to every service that we offer. Just like Santiago was saying, there's, I would have never imagined you could get so deep in on turf science, but like it's, it's there and we have the experts there to facilitate those sorts of classes. And it's, it's just really excellent getting all this knowledge from PhD professors that are, you know, really deeply ingrained in their fields. And Santiago, 
tell me some more things that that you enjoyed about this besides the turf because you know what when i've done podcasts on turf they've turned into two parters you know there were some of the first podcasts we ever did that were two parters because there's so much information on turf what kind of other stuff are you learning we we can say that a the information that we receive is going to be value to ourselves. But something that I truly enjoyed is to have the opportunity to talk with uh, many different characters in, in this class. I have a chance to to feel that most of the guys in here, they want to be here. Mm-hmm. There's no one single person that you can tell that they don't have that enthusiasm to be able to participate or to share their experience or to share the, uh, some personal uh, stories about what happened in their field. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I believe that is more important for me. Be able to connect with the guys, be able to enjoy them day-to-day uh, in the class, because believe me, uh, as of right now, we probably know some of them very well, <laughs> and, and we have uh, quite a few characters over there. I think that's something that I really I appreciate and I enjoy that as at this moment. And guys, when you were thinking about coming to the training, talk a little bit about the four week thing. You know, when when you're back home and, you know, making this decision, hey, we're going to go to Ohio for four weeks. What were you thinking, Andy? Is this something like, geez, four weeks is a long time. Yeah, no, it's four weeks is definitely a long time to be away from home, be away from the office. Um, it definitely um, at the beginning of the four weeks, uh, everyone told us it's going to go by fast. Just try to enjoy it. Try to take it slow um, and it, obtain as much information as possible. Um, and they were exactly right. The, these past four weeks just absolutely flashed on by. Uh, and we were all talking yesterday morning at breakfast how fast it's gone, how we can't believe we're leaving here. Uh, at the end of the four weeks. Uh, But my mentality coming in, I was um, thinking that this is an investment. I'm investing my time, my energy, uh, and Davey is investing their resources in me to not only make me a better leader in this industry, but also to bring this back home uh, and make that client experience oh so much better uh, by implementing what I'm learning in the classroom uh, and by investing this time and energy, hopefully, I can take this back home uh, and really make my clients uh, experience both with me as their plant healthcare tech, but also with Davey as a whole. And Sam, has it been intense? That's, you know, again, four weeks and a lot of classroom and, and, you know, other types of training. Talk a little bit about that, you know, kind of going to uh, an intense school for four weeks. Yeah, I can definitely say as someone who, you know, already had came into this with a degree in horticulture, it almost feels like I'm taking a full semester college course. And back to Andy's point, it's really nice because I actually met Andy this time last year. We did a week long event uh, for DIHS, which is Davy Institute of Horticultural Science. And just being able to meet people like Andy that are passionate and ambitious like myself Um just to be able to get uh, uh, more time with that and to have more of an intensive, all-encompassing program has has really been great. Uh, you know, we've, we've been getting a lot of information thrown at us on a daily basis. We're in the classroom for nine, sometimes 10 hours a day, but um, I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it's like, uh, like Andy was saying too, everyone that's here has, you can tell that they're enjoying themselves and we're all really, really passionate about what we're doing here. 
And Santiago, is this like a big deal back in the office? Like, hey, he gets to go to Ohio for four weeks, and when you come back, you've got all this, you know, special certification. More than a big deal, I believe that is a, a great opportunity. They, they bring it to us. And uh, I'm being blessed by having this opportunity. And uh, I see and looking forward for many of my folks down in my area, they probably they're going to also have this opportunity. And I hope that they have the same uh, joy that I have in these four weeks. And I'm looking forward also to gather the information. Sam and Andy said uh, value things right now as what we're going to do with that knowledge because we have PhDs here helping us, giving us us information, what we're going to do with all the things that we learned. That, I think, is the key of the base, what we're doing with this this course. Mm. And Santiago, uh, to follow up on that, from your point of view, before coming, what were your thoughts like being away for four weeks? Was it like, well, this is going to be awesome. You know, I, I, I need this, need this training or is it like, you know, I need the training, but man, four weeks, that's a long time to be away from home. It is challenging, but uh, here's the thing. Uh, Most of us are going to take the ISA exam. So that is one of the key factors for us coming to this class, because Sam says that this is an advanced program and a, a semester of uh, science and learning techniques and a lot of stuff. Well, all of that is going to be implemented on the test that some of us are going to take in tomorrow. So imagine that. I'm going to be away from my, my kids and uh, my wife for a month, but I'm going to add a value degree to my career. Mm. And I'm going to be able to grow up in the chain of command of this company and also bring more uh food on my table, you know? Mm. It's something that I, I'm going to be very grateful for the time that I've been here and receiving all this training. And for fo- some of the guys that asked me many, many weeks ago, uh, going over there, you taking all this time and how is going to be affecting your, your income? And I say, you know what? Uh, probably is not going to be the way that I think, but in the long run, I'm going to receive something better for me because mm. the experience that I have from these four weeks, nobody's going to take that away from me. Right. And to just piggyback off of what Santiago was saying, um, we're all in this together. Each of us are coming from all corners of the United States, some some up in Canada. Um, we all have the common goal in mind to make ourselves better um, and to prepare for that ISA exam that we're all taking tomorrow night. Uh, so, uh, if some of us are getting homesick or if someone needs help with a certain topic, we all jump, uh, in to try to coach, try to walk through, try to redirect, or if we can't figure out, um, the question or a certain topic, we can just go right over to the Institute and ask the instructors who were, who have PhDs, like, like Sam was talking in that field to get that answer. So we're all in this together. It's been a long four weeks, but we're looking forward to, uh, wrapping it on up. Is there pressure in taking this ISA test? Because, you know, that, that's a big deal to become uh, ISA certified. Uh, Andy, do you feel that you're going, do you know much about the test? If people told you it's difficult, it, it's okay, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a 200-question it's a exam. We have three, three and a half hours to take it. It's all multiple choice. Um, and it's definitely nothing to sneeze at. Uh, but what's also so cool about the ISA exam um, is that it's international. It's world-renowned. People know 
that if you have or if you hold those, that credential, the ISA credential, um, you know your stuff. You, you're walking onto a property with a whole new perspective. Um, and our clients like to see that. Our clients like to see that we are truly experts in this field because they're looking for answers. So it's going to be a long exam. It starts at 6 and ends at 9.30 p.m. So um, it's definitely going to be a grind, uh, but this is something that we all worked for. So it's the finish line is is so oh so close, but we still have one more day and 200 questions to answer uh, before we can get uh, get this mission accomplished. Anyone nervous about taking this test or not? So I'm not nervous at all. I already took the test, so I've I've been certified. But one thing I can say is I feel really confident just by you know hanging around these tree nerds for the last four weeks that I think. Most of the guys, if they want to pass this test, which I'm pretty sure everybody does, I think they'll have no problem with it, just given everyone's level of intelligence and uh, level of commitment. And after having gone through almost the whole program, like we only have a few days left, I really think they did a great job of preparing everybody to take the test. And just to uh, reinforce what Santiago was saying um, they're giving us a lot of knowledge, but knowledge is only potential power. Um, it's, it really only becomes power when you use it. Hmm. Sam, you were already into horticulture. Why arboriculture for you? Um, so for me, I, if I could, I would focus on every plant on planet Earth. But I just started realizing within the last like five years that trees really, uh, really tickle my fancy. So that's kind of what I've been trying to streamline towards. So. That's, that's been my focus. I still love herbaceous plants, but trees are really, really what do it for me. And Santiago, what about for you? What drove you to be doing this for a living? To be honest with you, the leadership aspect. Uh, I don't know much about the, the tree science. I'm learning here with this. I most likely been focusing my career on the leadership. I came from the utility. So we deal with trees in a different matter. Uh, we don't say that we don't love trees, but we treat them differently because we need to make sure that we provide a reliable service to our uh, utilities and they need power. And sometimes trees interfere with power lines. So that is when the hate and love start balancing. They love their trees, but they, when they have an outage or a storm and then they want to need anything possible in order to take the power back on, right? So that is when Davey became one of the best and biggest company providing that service, especially down in Florida. And uh, sometimes we need to treat trees in a harm way. And I'm learning now how can I impact those in a different way, safe, reliable, and also make some customers happy. But to answer your question more straight, the leadership part, I'm dealing with people, dealing with men, be able to maneuver and manage uh, massive in accounts there sometimes bring you challenges. There's some people, some folks uh, maybe have the science uh, process, but they don't know how to deal with uh, uh, the leadership uh, perspective in the field. So that is the reason why now I'm trying to get in like a superhero, getting every tool mm-hmm. that I can possibly use to come back home and use those. And Andy, why is the job right for you? Well, I started off in college. Um, I really wanted to be a park ranger. Uh, I came into college undecided, wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do. Uh, I just knew I wanted to be outside. I couldn't see myself being behind a desk for the rest of my life. 
Uh, so I was like, okay, park ranger. And I really thought that's the only thing I could do with the degree that I was obtaining um, until I took a class in my junior year. Um, and it was called Trees in the Built Environment. And it talked about arboriculture. And it was taught by an ISA certified arborist. Uh, and I was like, whoa, I did not realize I could do all of this tree work uh, and work with trees outside of being a park ranger. Um, and that's when I really started to put my put my nose to the grindstone. Uh, I took a class called Dendrology or the Study of Trees, where I had to memorize uh, and know how to identify over 120 different trees. Uh, and trees are no joke. They, they do not play games. So once you learn to respect them, uh, and once I learned how to accurately identify them, I felt it was my job uh, and my position and my duty to uh, go on out and be a steward of the trees uh, and really speak for them. Because um, now more than ever, trees are becoming more and more important in our urban environment. Um, so coming to the DITS is really, I really wanted to focus in on that, uh, the focus in on why trees are so important to humans, our urban environment, uh, but also the world as well. Hey, what's been the most fun for you, Sam? Uh, honestly, the most fun for me has been uh, going out with everyone at the end of almost every day or on the weekends. It's been great. Like everyone's very, very sociable, very personable. I honestly didn't think that I would click with so many different people. We have a class of 45 individuals and for the most part, by and large, everyone's been really awesome to be around. Everyone's very helpful. Like I said, going back to earlier, everyone's really passionate about trees, the environment. Like Santiago said, he brings things like leadership to the table and we can complement that with tree biology and whatever else. It's like it's like we're forming a, a really nice mosaic of, of all things trees and the environment, which has just provided a lot of value for me that I'm going to in turn bring back to my office and hopefully provide value to the people I work with. And Santiago, what's the most fun for you? Uh, I normally consider myself a very, very quiet <clears throat> But uh, I have the opportunity to participate here with uh, a lot of gentlemen, and we have a field trip to one of the probably best branches of clothing that they have in the United States, and it's called Arborware. So we did that trip, and I really enjoyed myself over there. I have the opportunity to learn about how they perform uh, the manufacture. I can see how they create. They have new ideas for clothing based on our needs, especially for climbing gear, uh, climbing uh, pants, uh, things that we actually use it on a day-to-day basics. And I really do enjoy that experience. And I have the opportunity to be there with Sam and, and a couple other guys there. We have fun. It was a, a nice day. And uh, I just enjoyed myself for a moment. All right, Andy, you're up. What's the most fun for you? I think the, the most fun I've had is just reinforcing uh, what I already knew coming in uh, to DITS, but then also adding on to that. I had a pretty strong foundation coming into DITS with my degree and then also a year and a half as a plant healthcare technician. Uh, so it was cool coming in with that foundation, but then also building off of that foundation. Uh, I was able to dig deeper into a lot of the subjects. Uh, and what I found out is the more you learn, the more you don't know. So there led me down a whole bunch of paths at the end of each night trying to figure out, okay, well, if this means this, then why does this happen? Um, and the resources for those questions are right here in Kent, Ohio, with all the, 
the folks who are coming in and teaching us. So it's been real fun learning way more uh, or adding more to my foundation than I ever thought I could. So I've interviewed RJ Laverne a couple times here on the podcast. He's a big part of this training, right? Yeah, that is correct. And matter of fact, I, I want to say thank you. If you're l- listening to this or if you're watching, uh, Mr. RJ, thank you very much. I can see in a, in every presentation that you have, do you put your love and your effort to make sure that we understand. And I know that you know your material. And just like you say, I hope that one day you can put that over there, a transportation translation. Thank you. Thank you for all the work that you're doing for us. Yeah. Um, for my part, I just want to say RJ is an absolute titan in the tree industry. Um, just just kind of going off with Santiago saying he, his, his passion just completely shines through. And honestly, if I can accomplish half of what he's accomplished in his arborist career, I would mm-hmm. I would be happy with that. And he's been our, our main source of contact throughout this entire experience. So coming from Richmond, I was a little nervous. But that first phone call that I had with RJ, nerves were absolutely shattered. He took the time to answer the questions that we all had. Um, and then he made himself more than available throughout these past four weeks to answer questions, uh, to write them down in his little notebook that he has so he would never forget. Um, and then uh, making himself available after hours as well. Santiago and I stayed um, a few times after class to ask him questions about the ISA because um, he's worked hand in hand with the ISA. So um, it's been good to use him as a resource, but he's also made himself more than available for all of the questions that we could ever think of. Yeah, we're absolutely lucky to have RJ in the in the program and with Davey because he's 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 awesome. Mm. Well, guys, I want to thank you for sitting down with me, uh, taking some time away from your lunch, uh, which I'm sure you're you're looking forward to. And for those of you who are taking the test, good luck. Thanks for all this great information. And I know once you get back to uh, back home that we'll be talking again in the future for the podcast. Thanks again, guys. Thank you so much. This is a real fun experience. Bye-bye. Bye. Boy, that was fun. Sounds like everybody learned quite a bit at that four-week training program. Now, tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I am your host, Doug Oster. And do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Do you have an idea for a show or some feedback about what we're doing? I'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcasts at davy.com that's p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at d-a-v-e-y.com and as always we'd like to remind you on the talking trees podcast trees are the answer <laughs> <laughs>